Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's Laces Out. That's right, it's the NFL podcast, and we've got two guests. You might recognise those guests from other podcasts, but I don't want to spoil it too much for you. If you're checking us out, wherever it is, wherever you get your podcasts, do think of subscribing. It's the Christmas thing to do. Anyway, let's get cracking. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. There we go. Apparently, recording is in progress. We'll we'll find out more as time goes on. Uh, it's uh, it's NFL football. It's it's that simple. It's the laces out podcast. Um, for you YouTube watchers, initially you might have been confused. You're like, I've tuned into the wrong football podcast. How has this happened? Wait, the idiot has put the wrong name on the wrong podcast. What a tit! But no. We've just decided to borrow hosts from other podcasts, Getting Over, Pursuit of Happiness, and the football podcast, to join uh, me and uh, the hostess with the mostess to talk NFL football. Um, there's no, I didn't specifically invite either of these gentlemen to talk, um, I don't know, fantasy playoffs at all so uh there's that as soon as he's shaking his head the least the, the, the least the less we say about fantasy from this season the better because i'm just gonna go this this season cliff or something like that. <laughs> this, this uh, okay all right uh spoilers i'm not in the playoffs um so um, to brighten his day, to talk a little less fantasy and a little more, you know, actual NFL football, let's go over to our NFL correspondent, Mr. Paul Williams, to talk last week's NFL football, if he can, in fact, get that sneeze out. It's stuck. Oh, definitely didn't want to come that it's one. It's stuck. Nothing worse. So... We're, we're approaching the business end of the season. Uh, so obviously last week was week 14 of the regular season, which in theory, in a fantasy uh, perspective, is the final season of the regulation. Uh, and then as we enter weeks 15 through 18, that becomes the four-week playoff system. So 14 games last week. So there was the last four teams on by, which I believe was the Colts. The Patriots, the Eagles, and the Dolphins. So every team is now on the bye. So for the next four weeks, it's now everyone's in. Everyone's playing. There'll be sixteen games. So fourteen games, therefore fourteen points up for grabs. In third place, with a very respectable ten out of fourteen picks correct. As if that's only good enough for third place. Um, he's he's not been having a great season, ladies and gentlemen. It is the host of the Cookie Cast. It is Mr. Andrew Cook. Honestly, honestly, Andrew, you were let down by the Ravens, the Panthers, the Bengals, and the Cardinals. Send your hate tweets to them. As and when you see fit, my friend. Yes. Second, with 11 out of 14 picks correct. It is myself. I've hit a bit of a losing streak. It's not great. So therefore, the teams that let me down were the Panthers... The Bengals and the Bills. I got that. I was. I'm so close on that one. So close. Indeed. Which does, of course, mean 
at winning the week with 12 out of 14 picks. So he only got two games wrong. He's, he's back on again, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mr. Matthew Moore. So getting another point for the guest, putting the guest's points to five. And the overall standings are Andrew with two, myself, oh sorry, Andrew with two, the guest with five, and myself with seven. So only a, only a two-point gap now with four weeks left to play. So the worst I can finish is second. Let's see what happens. But yes, guest closing on uh, five points. It's almost it's almost like I brought in two guests this week to uh, get get double bubble on that one. We well, said that, but at the time of recording, it's sadly only one of those guests has provided picks. So unless we do picks live on so the air, so we're doing live picks, live picks. I love it. The it's, suspense. It's been, it's been done before. The it's suspense. A few live picks, I can send them if you want. <laughs> It's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, you uh, you have the option, my friend. Do it you live. Do it live. Do it live. Do it live. Yeah, go on. There you go then. We'll do that right at the end then. What a treat. Do it. <laughs> no, no, no surefire way of getting the public to stick around and, uh, you know, give him a little <laughs> treat. Yeah, I mean, are we, are we not talking fantasy? Are we not talking I mean, about? I mean, then? We can we can we can talk fantasy. There's absolutely nothing wrong with us talking fantasy. But, I mean, you know, we could we, we could always talk try about in depth with fantasy. I'm going to rip my own arm off. We could try talking about when I don't know certain teams have like one player who scores thirty three points. We can talk about that if you like. <laughs> you know what makes it better you know what makes that position better when you switch over to your other fantasy team and you go ah yes I did have him thankfully I did have him on the bench oh <laughs> double kick in the nuts time that's just unforgivable I am I am dead freaking last in the other league it was a difficult one because it was like I, I mean I, I think I, I obviously I, I was thinking about Dalvin Cook here, and I was like, well, you just got to risk it. I was like, looking at the dog shit that's on my bench, I'm just gonna have to kind of throw shit at a wall and hope that it sticks. In in another fantasy league that I'm in, I've got Madison as his, his backup as well, so I had both of them in. So it kind of t- turned it into an average of like 20 points for the two of them. But it was like, well, if Cook doesn't play, then I'm all right because I've got Madison and then he effectively does Dalvin Cook. It's not even Dalvin Cook light. It's kind of like Dalvin Cook, but not quite kind of thing. It's like not it's not even a light version. It's virtually the oh. same guy. So it's Dalvin Cook, but with an E on the end of his name. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because Cook, Dalvin Cook's got his extension, hasn't he? I think so. Is it, has he been there for f- four years now? I mean, you, the amount of games that he's played would suggest not. Or to then <laughs> has, the he had, has he had two big injuries? Oh, God, it seems like there's one every year, doesn't it? He, kind of, Does he, he, he doesn't seem to have big injuries. He seems to have lots of little kind of random injuries. The fact that someone kind of effectively suggested that his shoulder was left wherever they played the previous week when when he, when he got injured, it was like, oh, you know, Dalvin Cook gone, but his left arm's still on the field over there if you, if you ever want to pick it up for him. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, he's playing. And you're like, well, hang on a minute, this, this sounds like a definite trap. Um, it's a trap. So, yeah. Yes, I, uh, I I missed out on the playoffs by 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 some way. I wanted it to, I wanted it to seem like I'd been you know beaten at the at the at the last hurdle. Um, that was not the case for me anyway. So uh, anybody else have a win 
in the last week. Oh, I had a win. <laughs> was it a win though? Was it a win? Yeah. Does it feel like on the, on the docket? I beat my opponent. Does, Sadly, does it feel like a win? Results did not go my way, and despite scoring 100 points more than three of the four teams in the playoffs, I'm not there. I mean, you can save the bitter for the beer podcast if you want, Paul. Sounds like sour grapes. Sour <laughs> grapes. It sounds like we're doing a wine podcast. I mean, we need to save, we need to save all these puns for the beer podcast. You know, bitter, sour. Uh, I've, I've heard that it'll make you feel better. When you know full well that I do not have a clue what I'm doing, still I have like, so. standards, but you know, I I am not ashamed to say that I got absolutely lucky this week in the end by the no. fact that I had my defence to play, and Phil had his kicker, and uh, in the end it came down to me winning by one point. So it was very close, and I think the situation, pretty much by the way that the fixtures had gone, was, and the other results went in the end as well. It was pretty much winning in for Phil. So, oh, well, yeah, it was, that was that was it basically. It was whichever one of you two didn't lose was in the playoffs. Basically, how how more how much more annoying would it have been if we had a tied? I <laughs> would. <laughs> The genuine been best. I don't even know if that would have done anything. If you would have been eight, six, and one, or eight, is it eight, five, and one, or whatever it would have been, all, all three of us. So, <laughs> so Phil would have been seven, five, and two. Oh no, he would have been out then. And Stu would have been eight, five, and one. So it's a good, it's a good record. And therefore, yeah, I'd have still missed out because I'd have been on my eight and six out of my lonesome, just you know, just just out on Thumbsucker Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I've just seen on the standings you've you've got the pleasure of playing Phil in the uh, first oh, yeah. round. So, so Phil Phil should be sat there about as pissed off as me because he's because he's uh, he scored the third most points in the league and he also misses out on the playoff. But. It's, it's. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go. Sh- like, you know, throwing out wild conspiracy theories. But you know, no one wants to play the hot team. No, let's be honest. Who's the Who's the hot team? Oh, we, this guy's team. <laughs> that, that, it's fine. Nobody wants to. We don't have to. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 problem in the playoffs. Wait. <laughs> yeah, you'll send us a postcard. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Alright, I'm just going to get defeated by the JF Juggernaut, so... <laughs> These premium that, fantasy advice. That JF wow. Juggernaut runs you over and then reverses back over you. <laughs> and oh. that's like, are you alright down there? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thanks. And then it drives off over your face. <laughs> that's what the JF Juggernaut does. I know full well what's going to happen now, because I've, I've got Rob now, and... In the regular season, beat him. So you know full well what's coming. Definitely going to lose in the playoffs. It's all potluck, and it depends depends who decides to pull their fingers out now. So the way that it works as well, because it's a two week game, you're always in with a chance. Unless you absolutely shit the bed the first week, and it's like a hundred and twenty to thirty or something like that. Yeah, mark, mark that one down on your uh, notebooks, kids, because <laughs> Paul's just jinxed it for me now. 20, 30, <laughs> did you say? I'll just make a note of that. <laughs> I, I, I've been there. I've been in a playoff with that kind uh, like, 121 to 56. It's like, uh-oh, this is probably not going well. And then you come back to uh, clinch it's gone to the next round. It's like, there we go. It's two week, those two-week games, they can go all over the shop. So, fantasy is almost, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's kind of a bit of a weird one at this point, because everybody who's in the playoffs is like, I'm in the playoffs, let's do this. And everybody else in that fantasy league's like, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll drop everybody to the freaking bench and just... Oh, did I get no points this week? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it, so... it's the fact that they just just to sort of like hammer it home, just how badly you've missed the playoffs. 
likes to remind you as well that obviously you've got the winner's bracket for the top four, and then it's got the consolation ladder. I, I, yeah, I wish they would just be like, right, you suck. No, yeah, no more exactly. for you. Yeah, they might, they might as well. They might as well say just. They might. They, they, what they should do is they should. They should uh, like hard code it in, so that when it's like an hour before the first game of the week, it just sends you a reminder. Just saying, just a quick reminder: um, your team was too shit to make the postseason in fantasy. So just don't bother setting a lineup. Yeah. What you saying? So, so you, 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 at this point, you're sick of the one v one, and you should just have whoever gets the highest points out of everybody else, and some sort of like. Deathmatch, yeah, basically get your light tubes out. And it should it should only matter if you can work your way back into the playoffs. If you can be like in the bottom bracket, but the winner of the bo- bottom bracket goes back into playoff contention for the last week. Ooh, interesting. Mm. We're getting into like Scottish football league territory here, are we? Is it? <laughs> So, well, these American sports, they love, they love that sort of uh, playoff uh, mentality. <laughs> the fantasy's done, which, get your drinking glasses out, kids, because uh, that means the season is nearly over. But in actual fact, the season is nearly over. Right, who had, who had around the sort of 15 minute mark. 10 minute mark or something like that. 15.41 <laughs> for your clocks, if you need it. Um, however, we are not done with last week, we will rubber salve on those wounds by talking some stats. Now, big shout out to the stats mistress this week. She has been flat out. She's been running around like headless chicken. But when the cookie cast calls, she answers. She picks up that phone and says... Stats mistress, how can I help? And I said, I'm going to need some red hot stats by the end of the day. What can you do for me? She said, leave it with me. And she did not fail to deliver. Uh, I believe something in the region of 15 juicy stats. But there are four of us and I'm not good at maths. So I kept hold of the first three and then... Fired four stats to each of these gentlemen here, and we will now furnish you with those stats. So, week 14 stats of the 2021 NFL season. Start something like this. Still no playoff berths clinched league wide. Though the Arizona Cardinals' 10-2 record remains the NFL's best and can wrap up the first by beating the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night. I reckon it's, uh, I reckon it's in the bag there. Is that not from last week? No. Because that was the game on Monday. I was going to say because they are now 10-3. Ah. Just ignore that anyway. Then. No, because I've read through the other. I read through the other stats, and they do work with the week we've just had. Because one of the stats is uh, New England and talks about Buffalo and the books game. Just be that, that that stat must have came out like on Monday afternoon before the game. Yeah, potentially. Uh, the second stat: five AFC teams have seven and six records. That work. Yeah, with buys that works, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, no game should have played more than th- yeah. no team should have played more than thirteen games at this point. Currently, only two, Indianapolis and Buffalo, would qualify for postseason. Five NFC teams have six and seven records. Currently, only one, Washington, would qualify for postseason. I think we all know one person that's going to be very happy about that. 
Number three. <laughs> Number three. After getting run over by the New England Patriots in week 13, Buffalo became the first team in 30 years without any rushing yards by a running back in the first half of a game on Sunday. That approach allowed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to build a 24-3 lead. The Bucs almost coughed up that advantage after half-time, when the Bills unleashed their backs for 7 carries and 64 yards. In reality, quarterback Josh Allen's touchdown run and a pair of touchdown passes allowed Buffalo to take the game into overtime before losing. Allen, who left Raymond James Stadium in a walking boot, essentially was the Buffalo ground attack with 109 yards. He has 308 more through the air. Now then, Stu, I think you might be up to deliver more tasty, tasty stats. You are also muted. You're, you're still muted. Yes, I am, and no, I'm not. But yeah, yeah. Andy is correct. So on the other side to what Andy was just talking about, uh, it was just another day at the office for Bucks quarterback Tom Brady. He threw his record-extending 700th career touchdown pass, playoffs included, and all the points from my fantasy team included, uh, for the win in overtime and displaced Drew Brees, ironically wearing his jersey as I read this, uh, for the all-time record for completions TB12 now with 7,156. Did you see the video of the ball boy? Get into that ball as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> it's like, nobody throw this into the crowd. At, at this point, I'd just like to point out the fact that at some point in the past, Stu has been incredibly annoyed that when a game goes to overtime, the fantasy points don't stop. I'm assuming he was very happy that they did this particular week. I mean, yeah, as, as they always say, it balances out over the season. You've got to play the hand you dealt at the end of the day. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, uh, next up then, if the Dallas Cowboys can dispatch a quality opponent like the Washington football team on a day when quarterback Dak Prescott doesn't play well and running back Tony Pollard isn't even available, then look out for them in January. Dallas now has a three-game lead in the NFC East with four games left to play and its defence continues to create opportunities. Five sacks, four takeaways and a touchdown scored on Sunday. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers still owns the Chicago Bears, throwing at least four touchdown passes against them for the seventh time in his career during Sunday night's 45-30 victory. An Arizona loss on Monday will push the pack into first place overall in the NFC standings. And winners of six in a row, the Chiefs moved up to third place overall in the AFC, but are now tied for the conference's best record at 9-4. and four. Credit a defence that has allowed 17 points or fewer in each game during the streak, the first time Kansas City has managed that since 2013 and just nine in each of the past three contests. The two-time defending AFC champs are allowing just 10.8 points per game during their hot streak and have forced multiple turnovers in all but one of those games. Anybody want to trade their defence? <laughs> Matthew, anything to add to that? Not yet. So it was a tough day for Bengals returner Darius Phillips who muffed a pair of punts and set up the San Francisco 49ers for 10 points in Cincinnati's crushing 26-23 overtime loss. A win, a win away from being the AFC North leaders, the Bengals suddenly find themselves in third place in the division and outside the projected playoff field. On the flip side, great day for Niners tight end George Kittle, who has most definitely returned to all-pro form just in time. Over the past two weeks, he is holding 22 catches for 332 yards and three touchdowns, 
Kittle's six touchdown catches are a, are a career best. And a shout-out to San Francisco wide receiver Debo Samuel, who continues to sacrifice his numbers as a receiver while filling in as a ball carrier for, for this running back depleted group. Samuel became the first wideout in the Super Bowl era to score on, on, on the ground four con- in four consecutive appearances. His six rushing touchdowns in 2021 are, are also a single-season record among receivers since 1996. And now on to everyone's favourite team. The, uh, I love the uh, kind of, we're probably going to discuss it later, the NFL being able to establish themselves an international home. Well, we know what London's is going to be. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars laid an egg Literally zero points in Sunday's loss to the Tennessee Titans as negative press continues to swirl around first-year coach Urban Meyer. He and rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence, 14 interceptions in Nashville, were expected to resurrect this franchise, but it's already worth wondering if, if, it, if this will be their only season together, given how little progress has been made with the 2-11 team. Williams. Indeed. So, we'll continue with. Although backup quarterback Tyler Huntley played reasonably well in relief, the bum ankle sustained by starter Lamar Jackson may be the injury the Baltimore Ravens can't overcome in this star-crossed season. If Jackson is forced to miss any time, Baltimore, despite retaining first place in the AFC North following Sunday's loss at Cleveland, may be done in by a schedule that still holds. The Packers... Ouch. The Bengals. Ouch. The Rams. Ouch. And the Steelers. Ugh. Yeah, that's a. I'd like to see a a tougher remaining schedule than that. To be honest with you, it's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. uh, Pretty difficult. The Saints ended a five-game losing streak. Uh, Quarterback Taysom Hill engineered the team's first win since starting quarterback James Winston was lost to a season-ending knee injury on Halloween. It's about time to recognise that the Broncos' Melvin Gordon and Juvonte Williams are as good as any running back tandem in the league. Sunday, they combined for 194 total yards and four touchdowns. And they might just drive Denver, 7-6, and six, into the postseason. And finally... The Pittsburgh Steelers continue to hover at 500, following Thursday night's loss at Minnesota. Mike Tomlin's O-line surrendered five sacks, and his D-line was gashed for 6.7 yards per carry, and 205 total from Vikings running back Dalvin Cook. Cook, who also scored two touchdowns, is the first player in the league this season to rush for 200 yards in one game. Just before we go on to something else, in one of the stats that Matt brought up there about the, the overtime games and stuff like this has to be like a, a, a record season for overtime games. There's been what? There must have been double figures now. Because there was like at least it. one week for the first, what, seven weeks? First, of the for the first like seven weeks, there was an overtime game. At least one overtime game. Then there was like a little gap. But I think there was I... only one, I think there was a one week, like one week gap. And then it went straight back to it. Yeah. And I think the week nine had a, had a, had a game as well. Yeah. But yeah, crazy. I've got, I've got a little stat as well just to make Andy happy. Um, can anybody guess how many games it has been that that Cam Newton has started for the Carolina Panthers since they last won with him starting? Well, didn't he win that Super Bowl? Oh, no, wait, he didn't win that Super Bowl, did he? Andy might have mentioned that before. Um, how many games is it since they since they last won? So run of losses. Well, he didn't play the entirety of last season. Yeah, and that was for the Pats, so that wasn't. Yeah. It, and he won't. He... three. It's been it three or four, but we he didn't. He hasn't started them. Either. I was going to say he uh, hasn't started a game for them. The game, the game, the game that they won. The one where he ran in that touchdown and gave it the big kind of doodah and all that kind of thing. 
he didn't start that game. PJ yeah, Walker started that one. My favourite. I'll go with seven. My favourite meme so far has to be the picture of him when he scored that touchdown doing the I'm back and then picture of him sitting on the bench and underneath it says on the bench and it's like (laughs) that's that's, that's exactly where you are you're back on the bench because you are fucking useless it's been 11 long lovely games that he's got that they've gone without him that he's started and they haven't won they keep putting the they keep putting the stats up of how many games they've won without him and how many games they've won with him, and when the, he's not anywhere near that team, they seem to be able to win games weirdly, you know, like the Patriots. Um, something that I would like to bring up, I I was going to save it until a little bit of a thing at the end, but I think we'll get it in now because we might maybe have to do a break before the end. Um. The, the look-alike competition that was going on at the weekend. So, I saw something that said, first Bill Burr and now this. And it was the Packers game. And there was a camera on a guy in the crowd. And there was a camera on Aaron Rodgers. And they, it was the same person. It was the same person. It was Aaron Rodgers was in the crowd. Aaron Rodgers was, was like talking on the sidelines and stuff. But the best bit of it had to be... When the guy in the crowd who's talking like this suddenly goes, looks dead at the camera, straight down the barrel, and just goes, I was like, this is this is just amazing. But I was like, I don't understand first Bill Burr because I hadn't seen the other thing. Is it Rex Burkhead? No, I, well maybe, but the, the picture I was con- no, no, it wasn't him. But I'll I'll see if I can find it. But I. I until I, until they said his name, I was convinced it was him. And the, like best is, skit, the best thing is, the best thing is a skit or something. So like obviously, Bill Burr is a massive NFL fan, a massive Patriots fan. Um, so obviously, like getting called out on the uh, on by the NFL. That was it, Cameron Jensen. <laughs> But even better was where um, I, I, it's always one of those things I should have done it beforehand. But um, oh, can I really quickly do it? Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, so oh. Bilbo's wife tweeted out, "Hello, second husband." I was like, way to lean into it. So, uh, yeah, the the lookalike competition that was apparently being held in the NFL uh, on on Sunday, which was a load of fun. Um, So, we're going to take a momentary break so that we can sell some products. uh, Hair and other. Um, While we're not here, do take a moment to uh, check out the, the lovely, lovely products. And uh, obviously, you know, the podcast gets a tiny kickback from those lovely products. And we'll be back with next week's picks and, I believe, some live picks. How about that? We will be right back. See you in a minute. Recording. Recording in progress. Absolutely duty. Fantastic products. So, back to our own fantastic product and uh, a product of our own creation. Paul Williams is going to talk us through next week's games, the standout games, now that all the teams are back and back at it. And uh, as I hinted, some might say teased uh, earlier, live picks. Live picks. So, Paul, hit us with that rhythm stick. Certainly will, Andrew. So, as we discussed, all 16 teams now back... No, not all 16 teams, all 32 teams, apologies, are now back in play. So we have a full slate of 16 games for the next four weeks. 
Something we also have started this week is the start of the Saturday games in the NFL. So, we'll still have the usual Thursday night game, I believe, for the next three weeks. Oh, is it? Do they not continue on? I thought they did the Thursday game right up until the last week of the season. Maybe. But I suppose if if they're throwing Saturday games in as well, maybe they don't need it as much. So, but yeah, so we've got potentially one more Thursday night fixture, which is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers. As stated before, both myself, Andy, and Stu have already supplied picks, but obviously for you, lovely, lovely people. Matthew Moore is going to provide his picks on the air. So, Matt, who do you fancy out of the Chiefs and the Chargers for this one? I've gone with the Chiefs. I think they're just rounding into form just at, uh, just at the right time or wrong time for everybody else. Was it in the stats that it said they've run, they've run five on the spin? I think so, yeah. 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 Um, this it's going to be... It's gonna, I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's yeah, yeah. proper. This has that, that flavour of. Do you remember a couple of seasons ago when it was a Thursday night game and it was Chiefs versus Rams? And I think it was 51 49. I was going to say, whatever, whatever, the, whatever the points total is, over, just over, over whatever the. That is bet, bet the over, because Christ Almighty, it's going to be. Say, saying that, though. It's not as if in this sort of five-game winning streak, it's probably, arguably, it's probably the worst five-game stretch that Mahomes has ever had. Mm. Because it's not been great on offence. They've been getting it more done on their defence, strangely enough. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it is if it is a bit of a shootout, to be honest with you. Uh, next up, it's the first of the Saturday games, which I believe is at 9.30 on, uh, well, this is UK time, of course. Uh, so we have the... Las Vegas Raiders travelling to Cleveland to take on the Baker Mayfield Luss Cleveland Browns after his positive COVID test today. Mr. Moore. I'm going to change my pick. I had gone Raiders, but being as old, uh, Case Keenum is going to be starting. I'm going to pick the Browns. Because I think Baker's been an absolute um, I was gonna. I, I, I'm going to change my pick based on that news that the uh, the quarterback situation in Cleveland's t- like changed. So I'll uh, I'll now pick the Browns, obviously, uh, as their quarterback has arguably increased. Browns, shockingly, we've all picked the Browns. Lovely stuff. Uh, then we have technically the Sunday morning game, as it would be over here. Uh, but we have the New England Patriots travelling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Two, two pretty hot teams at the moment. Matt, who have you got in this one? I've gone with the Colts. I think I've gone with the Colts. I think Andrew, uh, Andrew Johnson Taylor can run all over these, run over the Pats, and the Pats. Yeah, he's not great. You, me, and Stu all agree on that one. It's only Andy that's taken the Patriots and obviously giving him the, uh, you know, the the respect that Billy Boy deserves, I suppose. But, is he going to be the one? It is Carson Wentz against Bill Belichick, which does make you really, really nervous. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I suppose, like you say, though, like, you'd imagine they'll just lean on Jonathan Taylor for that one and just see what happens. Uh, then we move to the Sunday slaughter games and we have the Dallas Cowboys in the Meadowlands to take on the New York Giants. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, no shock. We've all gone big D on that one. Uh, next up, oh dear God, uh, we have the is it two and two and eleven Houston Texans versus the two and eleven Jacksonville Jaguars in a game that let's be honest, no one wants any part of. They could honestly turn up to that game and be like, "Is everybody okay if we don't play?" So, people are like, yeah, that's fine. Stadium's empty anyway. Let's say the stadium holds, what, 60,000, let's just say, as a rough guess. It's probably more than that, but let's just say 60,000. Would we be better off picking the amount of empty seats in the stadium <laughs> rather than the correct team that's going to win this game? 56,000. 
Are you taking the Jags, did you say, Matt? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> is it at the Jags? It is, it is in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, so it'll be 23,000, 24,000. It's pathetic. The top oh, will be out again. It'll be at least a full championship capacity stadium's worth of empty seats. Let's put it that way. But yeah, I've gone to Texans. So, put it out for the Jags. Settle down. <laughs> well, well, I went for the Jags. So um, week in, week out, I, I, I just say, can you imagine being Trevor Lawrence? Can you imagine just that that trajectory of your career just going like that, and then hearing, and the Jacksonville Jaguars draft. Trevor Lawrence and just the realisation of well that's my career over thank you very much I'll uh, I'll get as much money as I can out of this season and I don't know I hear farming's good maybe I could get into you know driving a tractor or something I do I do get that that, but it's like a competitor is the do you not reckon there's some sort of part of him that's like thinking ooh I was I was I was brought here for a reason, you know. I've I've got to return this this you know this this once proud fra- I mean this potentially proud frat um, this. I hear London's nice franchise. <laughs> we'll we'll just go with that. I'll get me to uh, to its to its former glory. Uh, yeah. The worst, I think the worst thing is with with NFL contracts and the way that like the whole collective bargain thing goes is he is stuck there for six years because is it three, three, three or four year contracts you get your, your then, rookie deals normally three or four years isn't it? yeah and then you can <laughs> franchise tag you know and yeah. potentially you got friend you could forget well, I mean, you could keep on getting franchise tag until you decide to retire but you know it get very very expensive what do you think? God's sake, you've got to do something to make that team not be terrible. I mean, because you know, of course the Cards have got out previous of making teams really, really good. Um, for I, I'd maybe I mean, suggest putting the fire out to start with. Did you know well, this, this not, team is on fire? Was, maybe we should deal with that to start with, and then think about doing something with it. It's like that meme of that little kind of guy sat in the middle of the fire, just blink, like blinking. <laughs> well, here's, here's a quick suggestion. Maybe don't put the best running back that's pretty much on your franchise and let him go somewhere else and win a Super Bowl. How about that as a starter? Now that that's a good idea. Oh, but he like he likes to have a fight, doesn't he? So uh, best get rid. We'll move on. We'll uh, we could spend all day talking about how terrible the Jags are. Um, next up, we've got the Tennessee Titans traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. This one was a difficult one. I've gone with the Steelers. Yeah, same as me and Stu on this one. Only Andy in the uh, in the. Titans camp. Uh, next up, oh dear, we have the New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. I, I believe when I sent my pick, <laughs> when I sent my picks through to Paul, I even put "Who cares?" in brackets after this one. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you put it against this game and not the not the Texans Jags game made me question you as a person. <laughs> well, it was just that run of the last three games was so um, enthralling that I even missed one of them out at first, didn't I? So. <laughs> there is that, actually. That is true. Uh, I think I heard you say Dolphins there, Mark, yeah? Yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins, shock. the Dolphins can get into the playoffs, can't they still? I think. Well, they've won six on the spin, I think. So, and that, that AFC wildcard slot is pretty much up for grabs so it's pretty much wide open um, next up we have the Washington football team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles I'm, I'm fully on board with Minshew Mania I'm going with the Eagles Ooh. lovely stuff see both both Matt and me believe in the Moulin 
That's that's what it is. It's all it's all about the moulet. Moulet and moustache. It's all oh. I mean do, do you reckon at some point his 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 main aim is to sort of if they do do a remake of Top Gun that he gets cast as, you know, some part of it or something like that. Smokey and the bandit, I think, is his uh, <laughs> his more <laughs> I take, oh, they don't, I, take, I take it they don't have mirrors in them uh, locker rooms. It's just like, yeah, I'll do. That's good. Hey, listen, if he wants to live in the 70s and 80s, you let him live in the 70s and 80s, my friend. Or, if he does want to be a wrestler in the late 80s slash early 90s, he's got the perfect haircut, let's be honest. <laughs> we continue with the Arizona Cardinals travelling to Detroit to pretty much hang a loss on the Lions. I presume. Yes, cards, yeah. Of course. Clinch that playoff spot. And potentially similar, we have the Cam Newton's Carolina Panthers hoping to up, up, uh, keep up that losing streak with him at starting quarterback up against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Bills. Yeah. You'll all be shocked to hear that we've both we've all gone for the Cardinals and Bills those last two years. Um, next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Denver Broncos. I've gone the Bengals. Yeah, both me, you, and Andy agree on that one. Stu has taken the Broncos. Obviously, something about the air uh, that he uh, likes the look of. Well, I've had I've had a bit of uh, time looking at the stats for. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow this season on the basis he's been my uh, backup quarterback and he seems to be a bit <sighs> he's definitely points wise gone off the boil in the last sort of few weeks so I figured the air thing might might teams do go to Denver and it is, it is a thing that I have learned over the last few years so um, I, don't if, like, I don't know if like I don't know if it's as easy to say it as as Jamar Chase goes the Bengals go yeah. to be honest with you because he seems to have been even though they've got Joe Mixon and, you know, T. Higgins, a couple of other people right here and there, he seems to be the majority of that offence. And it's pretty telling that if he doesn't have a good game, they don't really tend to win. I think but, I messaged you guys the other day. I don't know what he's here. Obviously, you hear about, oh, yeah, the quarterbacks, they hang out with the O-line, they buy them watches, they take them out for dinner, all this kind of thing. Obviously, Joe Burrow's done none of that because they hate him. They must hate him. How... Every week he nearly gets his head taken off, like multiple times. Just like they obviously hate him. Why? Why do they hate Joe Burrow? Like it's just here they come, like four of the defensive line, just bearing down on him, ready to murder him. And they're like, oh. it's because they were all best mates with Andy Dalton, and they were like, you mother. <laughs> anyway, uh, we next up have the Atlanta Falcons. Versus the San Francisco 49ers. I have a feeling how you're going to pick this one. Gone the 49ers, but this yeah. one was. This one was. I really kind of had a little think about this one because the Falcons are not too bad at the moment. So, surprisingly enough, you, Stu, and Andy have all gone for the 49ers. I think the Falcons might have something here. And for some reason, the 49ers just do not like playing at home. For some reason. No. So and the fans do not like them playing there either. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> they boo the shit out of them. Would be the uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. I've gone Rams, but again, not confident with it. Yeah, it's another clean sweep. We've all gone for the Rams on that one. Is there something like this? The, the in the head-to-head, the Rams have beaten them. Something like. 18 out of the last 20 games or something like that something stupid like that but yeah I think it's a bit of a sadly another lost season for the Seahawks Uh, closing out we've got three games left so we have the Green Bay Packers at the Ravens Packers that's the number one seed Green Bay Packers no less yeah again we've all gone for that I think even even if Lamar was a hundred percent healthy, I think we'd all probably still pick the same way because he's not he's gone right off the boil, hasn't he? So. Right, Sunday night football, New Orleans Saints at the 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks. I've gone with the Bucks. Yeah, no great shock there. I think it could be. It could be closer than it sort of seems mm. on paper, as Alvin Kamara is now back. But you'd imagine the Bucks will have too much for them. And closing out the week, I don't know what we've done to deserve this, but we've got the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. How much? How, how bad is that? The Vikings have basically had another buy here. They had the Thursday night game last week, and they've got the Monday night game this week. So what's that? Is that? 13, no, not 13 days off, 10 days off, that is. Mental. Thoughts? Uh, I've gone with the Vikings. I mean, they'll probably find a way of effing it up, but that that would be the kind of, you know, the, the Bears don't look much shake, much shakes either, so often no. Justin Fields looks good every now and again. But. You'll all be shocked to hear We've all gone for the Vikings. The Bears pretty much just need to be put in a bin and just told to go up for the season. But that, my friends, is all of next week's games. Or this week's games, if you will. Let's see how we get on. So that puts us into the position of any other business. I think we've kind of slotted our any other business like interwoven through yeah. the, uh, the podcast including the uh, amazing look like competition that was going on um, so if there is no other business thank you to you gentlemen for joining me and Paul thank you to Paul for joining me thank you to you lovely listeners and watchers for joining us We'll see you next week for fantasy playoff updates, games, games, and more games. Oh, it's all happening. But as we know, season's basically over at this point, isn't it? Right, thank you all, and I will see you next time. So there you go, what do you think to that? Big thank you to Matt and Stu for joining me and Paul. And a big thank you to you for listening along. I'll thank you even more if you want to subscribe. Whether it's SoundCloud, iTunes or even YouTube, you can like, share, comment and subscribe. And that's the big one. You can also jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out, check us out over there, see what we've got going on and drop us a line. So that's it for this one. Season's nearly over, but we'll still be here. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.